Uh, Tommy. Would you like to do, since you did such a good job with the outro last time, would you like to do the intro? <laughs> should I do it in Please. the, uh, should I do it in the, uh... You, you do it however you want, my friend. <laughs> in a deep voice? I, I in insist. A deep voice? Ladies uh, you do it and... however you want. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Here to the 442 Podcast. I'm not your host, but I'm co-hosting today. No, that's bad. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Do you want to give that another shot? Take two. Yeah, let's Take go. Take two? Mm. All right. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 442 Podcast. I am not Azair Madhani, but I am Tommy taking over <laughs> hosting duties. No, that's wrong. Azair <laughs> Madhani. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Jesus Wait, Christ. that's not how you pronounce your last name? Uh, Madhani? Oh, is there like a, I don't pronounce a D in there. It's like a Madhani. Uh, uh, it's, it's a fine. softer D, yeah. so, but. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Hey. Um. Mad honey. Yeah. Mad honey. Are you giving the are you giving this a third try? No, it's your This is all staying in. Last one, last one. Yeah, hundred percent. Last one. All right, last one. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, ready? Uh uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh welcome to the four four two podcast. Uh um I'm your host Tommy and uh joining me today is uh Zer. how are you? (laughs) Better now. Uh, Tony and Tony, yes, Tony. Don't let me forget about Tony. Tony, how's it going? Wait, wait. The uh, I gotta come up with a word, right? Is there um, the uh, uh, oh boy, somehow take three is the worst. It's not. It's not so easy, is it? No, it's not so easy, is it? (laughs) All right, I had my fun. Tony, you want to give it a go? Oh, sure. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Jesus Christ! The intro is intro is going to be so long for this episode. Mm. Let me give it a try. Um, <clears throat> we are live. We are live. We are live. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the 442 podcast. My name is Tony or Rebamjo or Tonyo, as you may know. And we have a wonderful show today, um, ladies and gentlemen. And I am joined by the man with the heart of Lewandowski. The hair of Fernando Torres and the finishing of Timo Werner. It's Tommy Sunday, everybody. How are I you, Tommy? I, I thought this was going somewhere good. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that finish, Tony. I think it, I think it went somewhere great. <laughs> and we are joined with the all-round brilliant and this week not despondent Gary Neville of the podcast. It is. Uzair Madani, ladies and gentlemen. How are you, Uzair? See, to, see, I'm um, so good. So very good, so so good. So so good. Yeah, you play the see, you see, play the long balls. Straightforward. Yeah. Uh, perfect. Perfect game. Uh, um, so that's see, how you do the, that hard, That's how it? you do the intro right there. Yeah, and you know what? I'm the poor saw that has to edit whatever you did before. So <laughs> the joke is really on me, in the end, isn't it? Uh, it was only it was only five minutes of uh, practice intros. It's not too bad. And this is why this is why I do them every week, just for my own sanity more than anything. 
anything else. <laughs> yeah, if you want hey, professionalism, you go as a. Yeah, at, at least for your own sanity, uh, United had a, a decent result this week, so we, we don't. Had, have to... I mean, we had the rare occasion where all our teams won. Very rare okay. occasion. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a calm podcast. I can I can relax. I can relax. It's family day, so we didn't have to wake up super early. Yeah. Yeah, United won a game. Arsenal won a game. Chelsea won a game. It's it's such a relaxed podcast. It's nice. We should do this more often. And and I'll add to that. It's uh, I mean, Tony will hate this, but uh, you know, it's good to see Liverpool win, and we have a, a title race on our hands, uh, a real uh, title I'm so, race. I'm so confused. Why would I hate this? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like because I, I'm the one that hates I, oh no, that. why am I saying Liverpool? Because uh, Spurs, uh, uh, Spurs won. That's why you'd hate this. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I do hate this. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, Tommy's Tommy's off to a strong start today. <laughs> Are we sure it's not six a.m. right now? <laughs> I gotta say, uh, are we gonna dive right into um, City we're di- Spurs? Oh, we're yeah, diving we're right going in, yeah. right in. I couldn't enjoy the Arsenal win as much because of that Spurs win. Like those are three points I didn't expect them to pick up. They've been really, they've been extra shit of late, and um, I had that down as three points for City. I don't know why. It's the history of the Tottenham. They somehow always pick up points against City. Um, can't remember ever seeing City that bad. Um, f- for the benefit of the listener, it was Man City two, Spurs three. Did I get it right this time? I did. You got it right. Oh my yeah. God, everyone's just taking over hosting duties for me today. <laughs> okay, Jose. I, I didn't realize I wasn't getting this back. <laughs> <laughs> Have I lost the job? We are drunk with power. This is what happens. This is why you never let the um, what I call it. You never let the masses into the into the building. But um. Yeah, Kane, I don't know. Harry what Kane finally showed up. You know, he yeah. finally made his appearance this season. What a performance! From I mean, the uh, the biggest takeaway for me from this was uh, Ruben Diaz turning into a Portuguese Harry Maguire for a game. Portuguese. He just couldn't like he was getting caught on the turn every single time. Portuguese Maguire, Portuguese Mustafi, take your pick. I've never seen him that terrible. He he's playing offside when he should just track his man. Like he got away with it once. Um, but that was combined with a terrible city press. I don't like it was so easily bypassed for the first goal. Harry Kane was all alone when he's playing that ball into Sun. Like and you never play offside when the guy has space. You just never do it because you won't get it right if he if the attacker plays it like times it perfectly. But I don't know. I just felt City never got going in this game. Um, I mean, you you just look at the um, the goal they need to equalize was just another Luis howler, yeah, really. And oh boy, yeah, he did again. Just like just like last week where he was at full for two of them. He how does he spill that one? Like you lose your confidence in your keeper as a defender. I, there. I, I think, think he's just right. he's he's come out for it, and he's um, the way he's come out for it has um, has got him reaching for the ball. At the worst point, because he's ca- he's 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 trying to gather it on the half volley while diving towards it, which is difficult to do. But he's also put himself into that position. Like that wasn't someone else really. I, I it's just weird decision making on his part. He made a couple of good saves. Yeah, afterwards. That, that's but... Lloris. He he's a decent shot stopper, but his decision making. I think De Bruyne runs across him, and that puts him off a bit. But you should still save that fairly comfortably like it's not 
he's making mistakes you don't see in the Premier League very often, and he's making them. Yeah, feels like every week right now. I will uh, say, I will say, even though you know City were not at their best, you know the the they still had you know twenty one shots. They had you know seventy two percent possession. Jao Cancelo, he might have been City's best player. This guy was inches away from having like. I... Let's remember he's a I'm left sorry, back. I'm sorry, Tony. You, so- you sounded like a Formula Tony, 1. Tony, what, 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 what <laughs> was that? Noise? That was my brain trying to process how a left back who was at fault for two goals could have been City's best player. I'm sorry. No. That's what you he, get. That's what you get with the Jao Cancelo special, just like you get with Trent's. You know, these guys are not going to be the best of defenders, but attacking-wise, they are providing so much. And in that first half, I think he had three really really good chances to score um that were just like just wide um so yeah mm-hmm. maybe he was at fault but i still think he was the one that was at least think, creating thought, a lot from, from i thought from Gundogan was good i thought Gundogan was good um in there he was unlucky he hit the post right earlier in the game um no i i no. remember the post getting hit it might have been him i can't remember who took the shot i'm pretty sure it was Gundogan. yeah um I think Cancelo did Cancelo things. You're right. He just like Trent. He's the attacking fullback in the team. Walker's the one that provides like defensive cover. But on that second goal, as a fullback, you have to be talking in there. You just Kulusevski just took so much advantage of all that space. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He, he had a fantastic game. He did have just a great game. Yeah. Re- he did he, like. Yeah, you can say he's left in acres of space, but you know he's making the right decisions. He was, he was good at just exploiting it. The three of them and played really he did, well. He did what needed to be done. Kane, Son, and Kulusevski. Yeah, um, and they have Murat. They have Murat to add to the mix. Yeah. it's it's a good lineup offensively. Um, I don't know. Maybe Kane's auditioning for a summer transfer to City. Yeah, trying to actually if, convince them. If they them. still want him. If they still want him. I mean, it's a performance that makes you think, you know. They don't have a guy who can do what Harry Kane does. They don't have a guy that uh, scores that header in the last minute. I mean, that is the most unforgivable part. As bad as City were, they get gifted they, another They get ball. it back. They got yeah. it back to 2-2. Two, two, and yeah. then, my God, just insanity. The yeah. entire game was just, look, from a relatively neutral perspective on my part oh shut up um, <laughs> you're a Manchester right. United um, fan I fucking loved it I fucking loved it uh-huh. every minute of it uh-huh. yeah. hey what this does oh, do though is uh, Eat it up. you know title race is back on if Liverpool win their game in hand it's three points I'm wanting to know who are, who are you guys backing now I know, I know Tony you got some uh, Liverpool love there for the title um, why is that I I think City are favorites, don't get me wrong, but I just think Liverpool have a bit more devastation in an attack. They have goal scorers that will get you the goal when they're not playing well, you know, as we'll talk about later on. They have Sadio Mane, Diogo Jota, um, Luis Diaz, and of course, Premier League's by far and away top scorer, Mo Salah. Like, they don't need to play well to win. I feel with Man City... The moment they have an off performance, they don't have the guy that will scrap get that scrappy goal at the end. They got one with 
Rodri against us earlier in the season, but Rodri's not going to do that every week, you know? So, I don't know. I think, uh, and Liverpool, are not, they control their own destiny now. If they win all their games from now to the end of the season, they probably win the title because they still have to play City at the Etihad, but still. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting yeah, to see. No, it's, um, good to, it's good to have, uh, especially because I think... Uh, you know, started January, yeah. we were all like, like uh, the, "City, it's over." <laughs> the last, like, what four years is it now? Five years has just been City and Liverpool battling it out for the title, and I am yeah, so go. tired. Yeah, there's I'm so tired. There's the pain. <laughs> there's the pain. <laughs> I, I, Chelsea. I blame this on Chelsea. Yeah, I'm... you guys were top of the table in November, and you fucked it. You, you did this. Oh, yeah, I, this is I, on I, Chelsea. I blame, I blame unforgivable. Chelsea well, yeah. Unforgivable. Ridiculous, ridiculous behavior. Hey, well, you know what? You've, you've, you can, uh, you can get over that by we can talk about Man United and and their big win. You can get over it really quickly. Yes, please. <laughs> Leads to Man United four. Um, that's a mess of a game. Lots of fun. I mean, you know, incredibly stressful. Would not it? great for the heart rate. Not great for the blood pressure. But um, yeah, just ridiculous conditions it felt like all the players were running through ankle deep water in the second half um you start sliding from one end of the field you probably make it pretty close to the other end um just everyone just flying into tackles hostile crowd a game was well, i mean i'm sure it was a lot more fun for you guys than it was for me but happy you, with the result you'd say this is a, a good sort of um sum up of what Premier League football is all about. This is a nice little example, right? High scoring, great atmosphere, crazy weather. Great atmosphere, uh, yeah. Yeah, it just kind of had a for I would say for a neutral fan, this would be would have been a fantastic uh, kind of let's say even for like a, a new first timer to like uh, you know football, this would have been a great game to show because it would have kind of yeah, had everything definitely. Right? Like yeah, this leads. game and the City Spurs game were um, very good advertisements for the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Just just watch any Leeds game. If you're a new fan, just watch any Leeds game. They are generous defensively, but um, we we even had time for your uh, patented Man United second half class. <laughs> that was nuts. <laughs> just, like two goals. In I what, was in oh, a minute, two like goal. okay. Look the, the the Rodrigo goal. You know, it's at that point the corner flags are like horizontal because of the wind. Yeah, he puts in a he puts in a cross and it just gets the wind just takes it. That happens, you know. It's it's insane conditions. It's a freak goal. That's fine, you know. Just how do you collapse again like thirty seconds later? Just oh my god, this team, this team, this team is going to kill me. You see in that situation why Wan Bissaka is not a starter anymore. Um, I know he's not the one that gets beat. You corrected me on that earlier, but you don't give Bruno Fernandez that pass. I'm sorry. Like no. he, he's, he's got no time on. It. Like he's got someone closing him down immediately. Just yeah. you know, you're in his tough spot. Just clear. It just clear it. Yeah, or play it into it the, play it into the channel. But um, yeah, I don't know. My United have a pretty tough run coming up. How did this yep. game make you feel ahead of that? I mean, you, um, you go to Madrid honestly, on Wednesday, and then you have, by by the look. I, it's, is like the defensive 
frailty, the midfield frailty. Mm-hmm. That's nothing new. That's there. And yeah. I think mentally we still have like big issues coming out in the second half, especially when we have a lead. I, it just seems to be like a mentality issue there more than anything, more than just about anything else. Because we'll be solid for the entire first half, and then we'll just lose our heads for a bit after half time until about the R mark. Yeah. But I do like that they managed that Ranick made the subs. I at the time I disagreed with taking Pogba off because I thought he was great. The little um, sombrero uh, flick over someone or to set up a Bruno chance. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that did things for me. Um, but I <laughs> for enjoyed, you or to I enjoyed you? <laughs> anyway. Bit of both. Bit uh-huh. of both. Bit of both, my friend. Bit of both. I needed some time alone after that. Oh my um, god. <laughs> there I've said it. Yeah, go, on, no. yeah. <laughs> go on. Go on. Is there. You have this moment. But I I enjoy. Look, we had the Bruno Sombrero flick at the end as well. It wasn't as nice as the Pogba one because the defender like messed up a little bit on it. But you know, oh, for Elanga. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they. After conceding those two goals, Rannick made the subs, and the subs went on and scored, and they actually like calmed themselves down, got themselves back ahead Ooh, in a game that they should win. Like, yeah. Oh my god! Fred now has more league goals than Lionel Messi, ladies and gentlemen. This is look, the world hey, we're leaving. Look, be- better know. players, you know. You know what they say about better players? They show up. Um, okay. I, be- I bet you he has more league goals than Lukaku. <laughs> Are you telling me that Lukaku only has he three, he three league goals? Tommy's just being really salty. Okay. <laughs> hey, I will. I will, yeah, I, will, I will say that we get to Lukaku, but I will say two players that I think have kind of rounded into good I, form. I, want, I, I would like. To, I would like to bring back Sancho. Watch. Yeah, yeah. Sancho. Sancho is one of them. He had two assists. <laughs> two assists in the yeah, game. In this game. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We let's let's watch Jaden Sancho. It is Leeds, though. Let's, let's be fair. Again. It was Leeds, so it's... It is, uh, it I was going to say, yeah. but I just decided to keep quiet. <laughs> but just let, let us there have this. It's it, not just it as one Leeds, game. But... He, he, he didn't lead. He didn't play the kill. And also, Bruno. You know, I think we... we you, Tony, you mentioned before, Bruno and Ronaldo just can't work together. But uh, I think Bruno's had a good sort of run-in of a few games here. He's kind of um, found yeah. his form again. So. Yes, and uh, coincidentally, now Ronaldo looks like prime yeah. Nicholas Bentner. Ronaldo so. can't finish the score now. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. very uh, That chance that he missed is a fucking tap in Ronaldo. What are you doing? Just mishit it completely right nah, back on Look, I feel like sometimes I sound like a bit of a Ronaldo apologist. The ball was behind him, right? Like he... He's reaching to tr- try and just put it on target. You it, still expect Ronaldo to put that away, though? I guess, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It's a good like, save yeah, by Melly. You know, the, yeah, it's it's like no, it don't, no. I don't think it it hits him. He's standing in this. He doesn't. If he doesn't move, it still hits him. Also, I think Melia was terrible in this game. Yeah, yeah. look, Melia is a young his, keeper. Like I, I, I feel bad picking on him because he. He's a young keeper who gets a lot of work every week. He's very highly rated in football. Like, there's a he, lot of good is, talk about him, like, but I just don't see it. Like, but at the well, same time, about, at the same you time, think about I remember what he was doing for that that first corner where he's first not of all, good what on is crosses. Urente doing? Urente is facing the wrong way. How are you conceding a corner 
a goal from a corner against Manchester United. We hadn't scored in about 140 of these things. Yeah, that pretty much and hit Maguire. I don't know what you're into. He's not looking at the ball. Like, he's turned uh, around. Yeah. He's turned around. Meyer's Meyer's like half come out and like not committed to it, and he's not on his line anymore. It's a big weakness and with Melia. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a big weakness. Um, but you know, I at the same time I do wonder. Ramsdale was getting some stick when he was at um, um, when he was at Sheffield when he was at Burnmouth, and you wonder if he goes to a bigger club where he's less stressed, does he look better? I don't know, honestly, because some of the weaknesses will translate. If you're not coming for crosses now, you won't come from them later. But I don't know. He has to be highly rated for reasons, but I don't Peter see Peter Schmeichel speaks highly of him, and he knows a thing or two about goalkeeping. As but... does ben, um, ben Foster, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, he does? Yeah, Fair. he does. So In the goalkeeping community, they think he's a good player. Maybe just right. maybe just fair, because of his age. Fair enough. I'll, uh... He's only he's only twenty one as well, so yeah, I mean, yeah. he's got a lot of time. Yeah, but um, I mean, let's... I guess we we should move on mm-hmm. now. As much as I'd love to keep talking about this one, um, to Arsenal picking up a win two one against Brentford. Yeah, uh, one of those games that was just really comfortable. I think the only problem was we didn't score in the first half, which. For the chances we had, um, was I? I need to check one thing. Did we get another salty Thomas Frank interview after this one? Nah, they were battered. There's, oh, I don't know. I didn't see anything. But honestly, they two one flattered them. This was a four nil or five nil game that just our center forward doesn't score. It just, which is a problem. Um, we're constantly relying on the kids to bail us out. And Smithrow, Smithrow has nine league goals this year. Like, he's in the top five. He's, he's so decisive. Yeah, he's a really clinical finisher. And, um, yeah, I don't know. We, we need them to continue. We need them to continue scoring at this rate. Bukayo Saka is really taking another step. He's starting to add um, consistent end products to his arsenal. His so, finish uh, on the, on his goal and his yeah. left foot that is just beautiful, yeah. Devastating finish. It's yeah. uh, it's it's really good to see him um, shake off the uh, penalty miss at the Euro so well this season. Because yeah, I, I, w- I was I was quite worried about it because he was good last season, mm-hmm. and then that stuff at the Euros happens, and for a kid, you you wonder what it'll do to their confidence, right? Well, you just have to look at. I mean, Sancho's. You know he's kind of shaking. She's shaking it off now. Look at Rashford. Well, Rashford, Rashford looks like a broken man, like uh, this season. But that could be for other reasons. Who knows? But yeah, mm-hmm. no, Saka's. He's in fantastic form. He's the first name on the team sheet. Like when you think about how young he is, what he is doing is special. Like it's really special. Is the he and Martinelli are the youngest in the group. And um, Saka is easily the most important player. But um, that uh, top four race is looking really, really tight. Um, United hold the seat right now, but I think a few teams have games in hand. Games in hand. Arsenal and Spurs, I think, both have three in hand on us. Wolves have two in hand on on you guys as well. 
And we play um, them next. We play oh, Wolves next. Wow. So, yeah. We play them oh, yeah. Thursday. You guys play midweek as well. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Did, I thought, didn't you? You played them recently as well, We right? did, yeah. Uh, that was oh, just a rearranged fixture. It should be some um, extra extra spice. Yep. Martinelli is <laughs> back for that. So, uh, can't wait to see. Can't wait to see what weird scenario Arsenal managed to cook up to get another player sent off. It will happen. <laughs> it will happen. Yeah. Um, on the Brentford side of things, they are currently, in terms of recent form, they are the worst team in the league. Mm. Are they getting dragged into this relegation scrap? Because right now, they, I believe they're going at below a point per game. Where are they at? 26 games played, 24 points. Uh, one point in their last five games. I mean... It's starting to look dicey. It's starting to look really dicey. All the teams below them have uh, games in hand on them. Obviously, you know, games in hand don't necessarily mean points, but 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 in they some cases they do. We see we you've seen already that uh, this week those bottom teams some of them won. So I think Brentford's going to be. Uh, they're lucky they got their points in early. And Tommy, uh, why do you hate Brentford? I I just I don't hate them. <laughs> yeah. I just I feel like. Uh, a, you guys kind of over, over a guy named Thomas. You should love them. Uh, you guys kind of. I think you guys kind of overrated them at the start of the season, um, or maybe not. You guys just like in general, and uh, they're kind no, of. No, no, no! Please take take the yeah, shot. Yeah, I'm of, so confused. How did don't, we overrate don't them? Don't I said they won't that. be relegated. <laughs> That's overrating them. I don't know. Um, listen, this is their recent. Um, this is their recent run. They beat Villa two one. They. Lost to Southampton 4-1, admittedly pretty bad. But then they lost to Liverpool. They lost to Man United. They lost to Wolves. They lost to City. They drew with Crystal Palace. And they lost to Arsenal. That is a tough run. I'm sorry. Like, we're talking about the best teams in the country. And they lost to them. I'm not going to judge Brentford by losing to Arsenal and losing to City and losing to Liverpool. Right? They have... What they have now is they play Newcastle next. They New play Castle, Norwich, Norwich next, and, Burnley, yeah. and they play Burnley. That's when you know. Those, that's those when are, you can those judge are them. Three games. Yeah. And no, those three, those mm-hmm. three teams are all teams that uh, are going to be. You know what I mean? They're they're going to f- fight super hard, right? You yeah. think because yeah. So yeah, we can oh. judge them. We can judge them after that. Yeah. Um, but those are not going to be easy games. No, it's, they won't. Uh, but yeah. but their games, they need to win. Their games, oh, they need to pick up points. Hundred percent. Yeah, they they need to find. I, I, I they they really need to hope Ivan Tony is back. Uh he should be. He was, he was a possibility for our game. Didn't quite make it. Okay, um, but uh, so da- David should, Raya is back, back as well. Yeah, so um, and he had a decent game against yeah. against us. So we'll see, we'll see. Um, but I'm not as worried. Well, I don't think they'll go down personally. I think there are three worst teams, but. Uh, well, you know, we'll there see. was there was one thing I want to say. You were talking about Lacazette's uh, Tony earlier. Lack of um, yeah, lack of threat. You know, who he reminds me of right now is uh, good old Fernando Torres. Um, he does all this great sort of running off the ball, and his movement is good. Yeah, Lacazette does, does not do any right, running right, off his the ball. Work I don't right, know yeah. why. Tony, no. Tony, Tony, right, Tony, yeah, Tony, Tony. I know Tony. I compared you to Torres, Tommy, but that was just your hair. Just yeah, leave we're it. just not. <laughs> No, yeah, we're, we're moving. Wait, this is our signal to move on. You, you know, know who Tony. reminds me of Torres? Timo Werner. He reminds me of Torres. Let's Torres got 
countless chances, couldn't score open goals. Lacazette doesn't get enough chances. That's my problem with him. But uh, he doesn't get enough chances. You just no. said he gets a lot of chances and he can't finish. No, them. I said he doesn't score. That's why I said he doesn't score. Lacazette. You, when, you just said he doesn't get enough chances. No, yeah, I'm saying he doesn't get enough chances. Like he doesn't put himself in positions to score. Not, uh, yeah, okay. not that he, uh, okay. not that he misses a lot of chances. Torres got countless of chances and was just useless at finishing. Hey, I, I think I think Lacazette doesn't get enough chances and also misses the ones he does get. Thus, so. the name lack of threat, lack of threat. If you boys move on, please. This was a tar, Tommy. Why? How did Torres get into this equation? Because you know, when no, he's no, a wrestler Tony, no, Tony, now. He's a no, wrestler. Tony, 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 this one is when on you. Like this one is on you for I... comparing him to Torres at the start. <laughs> you knew what you were yeah, doing. You're, get, you're you getting it back. Box. You're getting it back. I'm just saying. I when I see. So him, who's Lewandowski, Tommy? Who's Lewandowski? He's, Levin, he's Lewandowski. What are, you can't compare this guy anyway. He's one of the best players in the world. Uh, anyhow, he's, move on, move on. Like I said, he 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 does good work off the ball, and he just doesn't score. All right, you gotta give enough, him some credit. Enough. I'm, I'm taking control back. <laughs> Liverpool three, Norwich one. This is why you boys can't be trusted. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this was a game that had the potential to end the title if, race. If Timu Puki could take his chances, then we might have had something here. Yeah. So you boys but, said. You know, I didn't watch this game live. I was you know, watching you the know, Arsenal you, I game. Guess, I, I guess in the end he let the Timu down. Uh, don't he got me. He got me. He got me. Come on, Tommy. Got one. No, got but one. he. Ladies and gentlemen, that, he got one. That chance from Pookie, like he, you have to score that. You just have to. You can't. You can't miss that. You, I mean, yeah. put it on target if nothing. Yeah, else. you have to make You're the one on work. one with the keeper. Timo um, Pookie two seasons ago scores that. I think. In fact, I think he did score against Liverpool at Anfield, didn't he? But. Um, yeah, it's Norwich boys. Eventually, 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 Liverpool shone through. Even even though Norwich went one 0 up, Liverpool, you know, like I think you mentioned it uh, earlier, Tony. The attacking depth that they have now with uh, Diaz, even with Jota out injured for this game, like Diaz is slotted right in. He already looks yeah like a Liverpool player. It's a great signing. That Liverpool are a team that recruit well. So just consistently recruit well. Did Firmino start this game? I don't think he no, did. No, he, did he? he didn't even play. Yeah. he. Um, they suddenly have well, depth. They were, they were panicked, so they sent on Divock Origi. <laughs> yeah. Musa just He absolutely refused to pass to him on that goal. Like, uh, he's gone back to old school Salah, where he makes all the wrong decisions, scoffs his shots, and still scores. But... Um, yeah, Mane looks, he's looking pretty good as well. Nice little acrobatic finish on the equalizer. Yeah. Liv- keeper, keeper should have yeah, maybe done better I, with that. I think so. I think a better, it's Angus gone, right? He's, yeah, he's not great. Yeah. But He's not gonna save too many. Nope. 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 Okay. I'm going to push hey, you too we, far. We should mention, though, uh, on a Salah goal, that was an assist from Allison. He has a nice uh, oh, right. That's long true. kick all the way down. Um, great and, distribution. Uh, yeah, great distribution. I think Al- Allison got an assist last season as well, I believe. For um, Salah, I think. 
Yeah, for Salah. It, 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 it was against. It was against Man United. Yeah, against I remember United. Daniel James running back. And he just with his yeah tiny frame trying to push Salah, and he just brushed him aside. Yeah, uh, those were good times. Still good times, to be fair. But um, oh, we won this league. We won this week. Leave me alone. I thought you were gonna say we won this league. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's good for the league. Um, a Liverpool City title race is good for the league, and um, it's not good for me. I don't care what's good for the league. I care about what's good for me. Yeah. Um, I hope Fucking Liverpool Chelsea. do it. I like Liverpool because they do things. They do things the right way. Like they're they're a team that they don't have the same resources as City, but they maximize the resources they have. And um, more cl- more clubs need to follow their lead. So yeah, we'll five see. wins, five wins in the chart for Liverpool. Yeah, they are rolling. I, Highest goal scorers in the league as well. What, yeah, 64, 64 goals? and 63 for City. and It's, it's pretty similar in terms of stats. Yeah, yeah, games, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, Liverpool my, are the team. My only form. regret this week is that I forgot to triple captain Salah in fantasy. Oh, poor man. I just move. completely forgot. I, I, didn't, change, completely I didn't change anything. Forgot. I forgot you know, as well. Liverpool is it a play, double game uh, week? Yeah, they it's, play Leeds. Uh, it's a double game that week. That is Liverpool. a waste. Totally. Liverpool play, play Leeds. For, it's Norwich and Leeds. I should have triple captain. Like, man is going to eat this week yeah. um i mean one man who's uh not eating too well right now is uh <laughs> poor old romelu lukaku palace nil chelsea won but the only stat i care about yeah, from this game this is uh big rom big rom big romulus himself has seven touches over the course of 90 minutes Tommy, you one were, of those touches was a kickoff. You were going to defend your man. Go ahead. Uh, first, Go of all, defend, first of all, he's, not, he's definitely not defend my man. Uh, I have no, I have no love for Romelu Lukaku. You um, had love for him at the start. Of the you season. have plenty of love. No, 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 no. Don't give me that. This guy, this guy. What? Yes, he did. You were so excited at the start. Oh, excited! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, striking problems have been solved. And then, he revealed. Ladies and gentlemen, we have solved Chelsea's striking problems. Yeah, he's like Timo Werner. Is not to it. We just bring in Lukaku. Problem solved. And yeah, and then um, and then he revealed uh, he had an inter inter shirt under uh, every time he wears his <laughs> Chelsea K. He's always got that under. Yeah. Uh, to uh, my only point is to be fair, Lukaku is overall none of our attackers, bar maybe Ziyech, mm-hmm. you know, had a, or Ziyech had a, a good game, and that, and that's we, we honestly Chelsea just didn't play well, but. There's a different. There's a difference between having a bad game and, and having like six touches from open play. Dude, like he he was offside all the time. He's not showing for the ball. He did, at the start of the season, you know what he was doing? He was dropping a bit deep to be an option to lay it off to, to um, on Russian attackers. He's not showing. Like this isn't a case of all he's interested in now is a ball over the top. That's it or a cross. He's not getting involved in open play uh, in general play and i think he's a guy that has mentally checked out you see for me for me personally i would love to see what we did last season is Havertz Havertz just playing kind of false nine there and Mm -hmm. and i think we just play a lot more fluid in attack when we have that um but then how do you how do you drop your 130 whatever 100 million pound striker uh from from not playing i think you almost have to play him uh but i think th- that was the point lukaku made in his interview right that chelsea are playing differently with asking the fall the nine to do different things but yeah i agree with you i think Havertz should be the one 
who gets I, a I'm, goal. I'm down with Havertz. Uh, and you know what? We play, uh, isn't it Liverpool Carabao Cup final this week? I wouldn't no. know. I, I don't care enough about the yeah, I, don't care. I think it is. I think it <laughs> is. I think, I think, I think you're right. Um, I think you're right. I think, I think they do have, play Liverpool in the Carabao. Yeah, and I think we have... Um, no, no. Oh. We, we play... Uh, we play on Sunday the, the final um, not midweek because we Chelsea play uh, Lille in the Champions League. Oh. Um, but anyways, it'll be interesting to see if Lukaku starts that game or not um, and what we do. But anyways, we got the win. We didn't play that great, but we got the win, so that's all I can kind of ask for. Yeah. You can, you can ask for your £100 million striker to get more than seven touches, Hun- but, you know, that's just me. 115. 115. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. Um... Well, we'll move on to a big result in the top four race slash at the bottom of the table. West Ham uh, dropping more points, drawing 1-1 with Newcastle. They're losing more ground on the top four. It's it's the same story again and again with West Ham, where they drop points against teams that you'd expect them to beat, against teams that are lower down in the table. Attaboy, Willick. Great finish on uh, the, the equalizer. I always knew he'd be the man to save Newcastle. But, you know, uh, you know what's one thing uh, when I was watching this, um, what's funny is uh, with Antonio, the commentator was kind of going, kind of slowing the pronunciation. So he'd be like, Antonio. And I'm like, I kind of got, <laughs> like, wait, Antonio? <laughs> like, he called me a couple of times. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, West Tommy, Ham. Tommy coming at you with the um, high level analysis yeah. here. <laughs> Uh, you know Newcastle were missing uh, Trippier, who's broken his foot and yeah. he's out for the rest of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. Wilson, long-term injury. Uh, Saint Maximin was out. Lascelles was out, yeah. and they still got a point on the yeah. road. Um, I think Lascelles being out is a positive. Yeah, that, I mean that—that's probably it. Um, Dan, Dan Byrne has actually been quite good since he came in. Yeah, who and was it? Have, I think it was Bowen that he absolutely took out after the oh ref had uh, signaled for a throw so unnecessary like, so yeah. unnecessary newcastle recruited really well in the january transfer window i think um they they that, haven't even started uh bruno gimarais yet i have noticed they haven't that. had to start him yet i hope he's enjoying himself but <laughs> the <laughs> shit he gave us but uh getting uh getting getting benched by john joe shelby yeah, brilliant. Um, Voldemort himself. I'm seeing Joe Linton in midfield. That's still happening. Wow. He's doing, Joe Linton he's been, is, in, is just really an, a, is an yeah. actual box-to-box midfielder now. Just, you know, don't ask him to ever shoot, and he's great. Yeah. I think Newcastle will stay up. I really do. Um, yeah. They look, looking, it, they're, they're starting to pick up points at a good good clip now. Yeah. Um, well, you said they play, uh, they play Brentford next. That's their next game. Uh, yes, I do. Oh, yeah, that's like they I win that, and they're on. Yeah, they're well on their way. To, I think to they safety, win that yeah. one. I back. I'm back in Brentford, but you know, I just thought West Ham were pretty. I don't. Poor I, in this I don't game. think Brentford will get relegated, but I think they will. I think they'll pick up points against uh, mm. the, in the Norwich and Burnley games, but I think they'll lose to Newcastle. Okay, uh, Brentford are at home, right? Or are they away against Newcastle? Uh, they are. I think at they're home. at home. Yeah, yeah I think the, I think they'll win personally. That's our prediction for next week. But yeah, or a little, little bonus content. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I for me this result just I don't think West Ham are going to make the Champions League. I haven't thought for a while. They are. Nope, it hasn't looked likely. Yeah, but we do need to bring up the single greatest thing that <laughs> allegedly happened in this game, and that is Chris Wood 
just meowing at Kurt Zuma for an entire half. And this is the kind of shithouse we, <laughs> we like in football. This is perfect. Uh, Craig Dawson complaining to the referee that uh, he's meowing at my teammate. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, if you're the ref, how do you not just start laughing instantly? Honestly, yeah. No, it's, oh. At least Chris how, how do you How do you make How do you make that complaint with a straight face? Yeah. He, he ain't scoring goals, but at least he's got the the full on banter. Yeah. He's contributing though. Yeah. You you can't tell me that's not contributing to the team. In typical Chris Wood fashion, yeah. But um, I mean, speaking of Chris Wood, his old team uh, Burnley thrashed Brighton three 0 Wow. At the Amex, Wout Veghorst looks like a massive upgrade on Wood for Burnley. It's a really good bit of business so far. His his first goal, that uh, quick release shot that he had, uh, yeah, that was fantastic. It was. Um, you know what? I feel like if Veghorst had gone to any team in the league, he'd have been good. Like just, he, he just he's looks a, a very yeah, solid player. He, he had a good scoring record in Bundesliga as well. It was like a did. goal every other game or something like that. Yeah, I don't think he's a world class player or anything, but I think he's the kind no, of no. weapon that would be good for any for any team. But um, he's he's a he's a battering ram with a surprisingly like he's got good decent touch about Yeah, he's got yeah. good feet. Yeah, Moe, yeah. we should have spent a hundred mil on him instead of Lukaku. <laughs> Jesus. I I yeah, actually just, just put a put a put a ball up in the yeah, air. And get, like I, he'll get you your seven touches. If Virgo plays for Chelsea, he'd score way more goals than Lukaku. I I I totally believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, and he's like six foot what, six foot seven six foot six. He is a uh, great aerial. Yeah. Six six. Yeah. 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 Like but like uh, honestly, like Brighton were just like dull poor. all yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, they were poor. Uh, they don't had, hadn't recovered from their uh, from the hammering they received against Man United in midweek. Did you guys beat them? The, I don't think you did. Yeah, two, two, you did two, two nil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys are they winning games, them, but you know you're winning games. Yeah. You're in form. We won two. We won, we won two games in a row. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a good week. <laughs> you play Watford next week, so that's another chance to pick up points. We lost. We lost. To, we lost to them like four two last that was, time. I'm not. That totally was the, that was the game we predicted wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you. I told you we'd lose that one. You didn't believe me. Mm. Um, next game on the docket is Wolves picking up a 2-1 win against Leicester. Wolves not as defensively solid as they usually are in this one, but looked good going forward. They got Pedro Neto back from injury late on in the game. Jimenez looked good. Pudence had a great game. Ruben Neves doing Ruben Neves things. Excellent all around. I think Wolves have overtaken West Ham as the dark horse for the um, top four, the top four race. I don't think they will do it, but they are looking like one of the. T- they're the one of the most highly functioning teams in the league right now. They're not high scoring, but do they have the best defensive um, record in the league? Uh, Close. I haven't I think, checked the table. Just, I think they now do have. No, nah, they're tied for it's it. It's still City. Still City? Oh, it's 18. 18 to 17. Okay, but um, that shows you the level of, um, like, the level that they're defending at. They just, they don't concede a lot of chances. They went a bit... They, they have they have, a, they have a top four defensive record, yeah. basically. Yeah, they do. And um, Ruben Neves, they have one of the... In Ruben Neves, they have one of the best midfielders in the league. So, we'll see. We'll see if they can keep it up. Um, they're kind of winning games without their forward scoring consistently at the moment but you know we play them next 
that's going to yeah, be an there, interesting that's fixture. That's going to be maybe. a spicy the return, game. the return of Pedro Neto might help that. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player. On on the flip side, you have Leicester, another loss. They're 11th in the table. Their defense just looks amazing. I know they didn't concede from a set piece this game, but I watched it, and every time there was a set piece, there was just that element of panic that you get when you know a team is not good at defending them. And it's just it seems to just be seeping throughout the squad. They've they've conceded forty three goals this season. That's the same as, you know, like Watford and Newcastle, who we have like in relegation battles. Um at least they can score. But uh, uh, that is a poor that's a really poor defensive record on Leicester. I, I feel they're a team that are suffering from Jamie Vardy aging finally, basically. Um he's not I think he's injured at the moment. But Wait, what, um, what does Vardy have to do with their defensive? No, so basically, when apart from the set pieces, like the set piece thing is just poor organization. But teams can push higher up now. Jamie Vardy pushed teams back because if you gave him any space, he was in behind and he was scoring. And um, they don't have that same devastation in attack. For me personally, when I watch them, I feel like they have a lot of tidy players. But there's not that one guy who's going to put the ball in the back of the net the way Vardy did. But, um, yeah, it's going to be... It's a, it's a problem they need to solve yeah. quickly. Otherwise, like, it's just a wasted season for them. Yeah. I think Rodgers might go at the end of the season, but... I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he did. Yeah. And we have another team near the bottom picking up points, and that's Watford beating Villa. Um, Villa have dropped off a lot in their uh, recent run of games. Best young. They have one point, mm-hmm. one point from their last three games. Tommy, uh, once again, we ask you to defend your man, <laughs> defend your greatest manager yeah. in the world, and, yeah. and Steven Gerrard. I, I'll give him, uh, I'll give him some uh, defending here. Uh, you know, at Rangers, he was known for being a very defensive manager. You okay. know, starting from the back, and he in his first, I think, two or three games at Villa, they were like that. They were very defensive mm. unit they played very well um i feel like now with coutinho into the squad with buendia there i feel like he's trying to shift you can tell he's trying to shift and they have dina as well to be more of an attacking team and what's happening is they're getting really exposed on on counters there's a lot of space in that midfield and watford were taking advantage of it i mean if musa suzoko had a, you know a oh, bit more football intelligence you know a- they, may have, they may have had in quality they may have had a few more goals in this game yeah. um but uh yeah i don't i don't accept that as a defense because these are all his decisions but um, well you know yeah. you're right you're right i, th- I, I think I, he, he has these, these attacking ta- players at his disposal and i think he's trying to shift villa into this tommy's more tommy's defending team. like villa right now and uh <laughs> and he's getting they're getting exposed for it so also the decision to sign Callum chambers and, i was gonna say also that their center backs and in the start moment. him just Callum chambers is not a center back i've watched him i watched him for the best part of eight years not a center back He's a fullback. What is he then? He's a. F- oh, he's, is he? He's a fullback. He's a. He's like a um, third center back fullback kind. You like? God, he, yeah. He's that kind of player. If you want him as um, one of your two, no, I mean, no. just no. Hey, Tommy, if you're tired of defending this man of yours, um, you can defend the next one too. Such as Southampton <laughs> beat Everton two 0 Go on, defend defend what Frankie Lampard. What year is it? What are we <laughs> it's it's 2006 all over again. <laughs> 
Gerald and Lampard Man, just don't work. Why? Why? I'm telling you guys, why did Lampard take this job? Frankie's at the wheel, why? baby. <laughs> because it's like Everton are so crap. Um, they were out, outplayed Southampton. I, I like that he saw that Man United, under any circumstance, refused to play Donny van de Beek in a two-man pivot and was like, you know what yeah. I should do? Play Donny van de Beek yeah. in a two-man L- pivot. Let's take Allen off. We'll put Gomez in there. <laughs> and we'll put van de Beek there. Okay, why not? It might, that might work. Wait, he played Gomez and van de Beek? Gomez and van de Beek. He did, yeah. All right. And then he brought on Deli Alli. He brought on Deli No, this man's not real. He doesn't deserve more. Yeah. Just... All right. No, we, have have but we, battling relegation, yeah, Everton. Yeah, Everton yeah. yeah, you're right. Everton Boy, are definitely going to be what a relegation is that midfield, man? But we should say that Southampton is... You were talking about informed teams in the league. You're going to have to talk about Southampton um, because they dominate this game you know, from top to bottom. Uh, Ward Prowse, man, this guy, his free kicks are worth the price of admission, I'm going to say, if you're going to see a game. He, his technique is unreal. Um they yeah, need to that. invent a new rule or position in football where you can just bring a guy like a kicker, just a guy to come just on to and t- take a free kick and then put him back on the bench. <laughs> de- de- designated set piece. Yeah, exactly. Just has to be in the match day squad. Yeah, but um, Everton need to pick up points. Honestly, they have one win in five. They lost the other four games. The only game that one was that one win was Leeds. against Leeds. Leeds yeah. yeah, they're in trouble. I think. Um, it's 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 one of those things where it's like you keep thinking it's Everton they can't be in a relegation battle they can't get relegated but you know they're playing like a relegation team. That was Newcastle once upon a time. So yeah. yeah. And I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. La 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 like it. La 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 like here we go. Oh, Martinelli Sackers throw. So something we wanted to take on uh, this week was having a look at the best uh, players in the world who are currently under 21. Basically, the equivalent of the kind of... the the, the 4-4-2 version of the Golden Boy Award. Um, Tell tell me if I'm wrong. No. uh, Am I wrong? No. no, no, no. Hey, it's it's exactly what we've done. Mm. Except, you know, I think think Golden Boy also allows 21-year-olds. Or is it under 21? Um, I think it's under 21. It's under 21? All right, we're, we're shamelessly ripped them off then, haven't we? Um, <laughs> but what we've done is we've gone with our usual method where the three of us all rank our top 10 um, individually, and then we average them out. And we'll kick things off with number 10. This man made it onto two out of three lists. It's Ansu Fati at Barcelona. Yeah, um, I'm guessing Tommy didn't put him on his list. I, I would. Is the one guy that I would have been an honorable mention. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I, I understand that because I wavered it's, a few times. It's. It's, it's a, it, I was the same thing. Like Tony and I both had him like around the eighth to ninth kind of range. Mm-hmm. He's the kind of guy, if you'd, if you'd made this list a year ago, he would yeah. have been a lot higher. It's just the injury yeah. worries yeah. Sets yeah. have kind of slowed the momentum. I'm uh, really, really hoping it doesn't derail him completely. His numbers were pretty good, like considering how many games he's played. I think he had like three goals and uh, 
like uh, maybe two assists in five games for Barcelona. So it's like, yeah, he is a good just, player. Just, just have to keep him on the pitch. Just yeah. have him on. Just let him take his time to get over the injuries now, just mm-hmm. so it doesn't ruin his development. Because he is such an exciting player to watch. Like yeah. he's a very good finisher for someone so young. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well. If we're moving up a spot, we actually have a tie for number eight. We have, um, and neither of these players were on all three lists. We have a tie between Ryan Gravenberg from Ajax okay. and William Saliba from Marseille on loan from Arsenal. Yeah, Gravenberg didn't make my lists because he... I, I saw he was an honorable mention. Yeah, he um, one of the cup ones. I had to basically Dutch league tax. <laughs> meant that he was that's, that, that's that's why I I started him off higher on my list and I kept dropping him lower as I kept thinking of players. Yeah, again because of the Dutch league tax. But I also was like, I need to keep him on because you know uh, my club hates defensive midfielders and I think we need to show them some love. So, he is Gravenbrecht a defensive midfielder. I don't know. I, I, I when I see him play, he, like, he, he, can, he plays like, like a is, more advanced, like an eight kind of. But because uh, he he's really the good Ajax on the thing, ball, where he just he, goes, he goes. He's great on the ball, and he's great at winning. He's good at winning it back too. Like he doesn't dive into. He like times his tackles so well. Yeah, like, he's he's got the Ajax thing where he's just like he's positionally fluid in midfield. Yeah, he's um he's a unit. He's a really he's a massive player, but he's got really good feet. Like he's a great dribbler, great passer of the ball, really good technique. Um, yeah, he he was one of the first players I thought of actually. But as I started to think of it more deeply, I just felt there were players who had managed to break through at top clubs in um well tougher leagues essentially. So. But he does have a lot of Champions League experience. I think he played in all of Ajax's games. That was, that, that, that was the thing that very much kept him on the list for me, where mm-hmm. he's like he's playing every Champions League game for Ajax. And he's playing every I mean, game we, for Ajax. I think we, we yeah we talked about um, their ridiculous Ajax, dominance. how they're dominating the the yeah the Eredivisie in the last episode. But I mean, they also have absolutely dominated their group in the Champions League. No. Mm. So, yeah. Tony, and Tony. then of, of course we also have. Oh, go on, Tony. I was going to say, Tony, to answer your question, he is a holding midfielder, um, and he does play that position for Ajax. And not only you guys mentioned his uh, his his Champions League uh, sort of pedigree, um, he's made an international debut. He's already got two caps, um, yeah. maybe even more. I can't remember now, but uh, he's earning his spot already in the Dutch national team. So. I mean, fair pl- honorable mention, yeah, and I think he's ranked in a pretty um, fair spot there at number eight for sure. I mean, we should also talk about uh, William Saliba. Tony, you're the only one who had him on your list, and you had him quite high up as well. I believe you had him fourth. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised that you guys don't have. So maybe you haven't watched him play um, very often. I, I, but it's it's de- for me. It's definitely like I haven't watched him play much. William Saliba is a pretty confusing one for a lot of Arsenal fans because we don't know why he's not playing for us. Um, oh, but I do think the experience he's getting out on loan, he plays every game for Marseille and he has been 
by far and away the highest performing center back in the league this season. Um, he's a player who came with a big reputation to Arsenal. We signed him for twenty five million at eighteen. At eighteen, he's still yet to play a game for us, which is ridiculous. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited about the prospect of him coming back. Hopefully, we can come up with an agreement to extend his contract. But uh, I, I, I did uh, while while I was putting combining the three lists together and once i knew that saliba was going to be on i did like look into his like stats and stuff a little bit and um he doesn't get booked like no he doesn't for a center back and he's very arsenal need that desperately he's very virgil van dyke in the way he plays he doesn't engage if he doesn't need to he's very often the last man back um, playing for Marseille. Like, I, and... I, I think in the league or something, something like two bookings in 20-something games at yeah. this point. Like, that's, that's like, yeah, Van Dyke, Rio Ferdinand kind of stuff. So yeah. is he supposed to be back in the summer? He, yes. He okay. will have two years left on his contract. The reason I'm concerned is I don't get why he hasn't had more minutes already for us. Um, we messed up his loan a couple of years uh, no, last season. We messed up his loan last season. We weren't able to push it through. And we hadn't registered him for the Europa League squad. So he ended up not playing. And uh, that caused a bit of a rift between himself and the club. We then managed to get him alone in... Uh, well, we sent him out on loan uh, in January to Nice. And he ended the season in the t- league on team of the year. So And that's in six months. So that's how highly rated he's been for a while. And, um, yeah, every time I see him, he's just a really, considering how young he is, he's such a dom- dominant personality in defense. Um, so I really hope we can he comes back and he can become one of the core three center backs that we have in the team and um, provide serious competition for places in our defense. Because, as you said, we need someone who can keep his calm in defense. We have a few hotheads. But, uh, just, just, just a couple. Just a couple. Um, up at number seven, uh, we have Jamal Musiala at Bayern Munich. Uh, Tony did not have him on the list, but I wow, think he really, was an Tony. honorable mention. Okay, honorable um, mention. Yeah. I had him around six, so around this spot. Tommy, you had him quite highly rated. I believe you had him fourth. Musiala at fourth. Holy. Uh, well, good player, have... though. Good player. Really good player. Uh, well, I guess I'll let you... Um, you know, I mean, I think mainly because I, I actually watched some Bayern games, so I get to see him play. Um, yeah. Mainly because of Lewandowski, of course. But um, yeah, this guy's 18. Um, he's already made a lot of like he's almost you know first team player for Bayern at this age. Um, he's, uh, he's he first also man was in the. Bench, the uh, right? He's he's in, he was in the uh, Euro squad for Germany. Yeah, like, you've he played was. in a couple of games with them. Looked quite quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have a guy who's already broken through to one of the best teams in the world, and like I said, highly rated. Um, and you know, he's already scoring some goals. For me, this guy, when you when you watch him play, he's a very creative player, um, mm-hmm. great dribbler, and yeah, I think the future is bright for this guy. I think we're going to see a lot more of him. Yeah, I think my issue with Messi, why I didn't put him in is he doesn't start enough games. That's purely 
that was purely it. But he is playing for Bayern, which they have Serge Gnabry. It's, yeah, it's the and, thing. There's um, there's so much depth on the wings. Yeah. Gnabry, Kuman, all these guys. And like, Leroy Sané, yeah. So it's Sané, it's difficult right. to get to get the fact that he is getting minutes shows how highly rated he is. He um he's got two caps for Germany, I think. Um, not uh, sure. yes. Yes. Uh, well, no, no he has I two appearances in the two, Europe, uh, in the Euros. Two appearances in the Euros and nine nine uh, caps total. Yeah. Nine, nine caps. Nine okay. Caps, yeah. So um, yeah, he is a he's a huge prospect. He am I right in saying he's English? Musiala? He played. Yes. Was he from yeah. Chelsea? English, yeah. Or which club did he come from? Uh, Chelsea. Yeah, it was Chelsea. Yeah? yeah, you guys are just you're you're just funny. leaking kids all over. <laughs> <the place. laughs> you're, you're just. Yeah. Why don't you take care of your kids? It was just absentee wish. parenting from Chelsea. Yeah. Think of the team we could have. My God. Yeah. Just uh, uh, I'm gonna ask. Did did Bro make this list? Did who? Um, Amanda Broha. Uh, not for uh, me. No. no, he, he didn't. did not. He was one of my honorable mentions. Another one of Chelsea's leaked. I mean, t- yeah. t- Tommy tried to sneak uh, Billy Gilmore onto the list. Are you joking? But, uh, <laughs> oh, number 10. God. Number 10. 20. <laughs> no, he's not number 15 or 20. How is Billy? Okay. Yeah. He didn't He didn't make the list, so no. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not going to get He did not make the list. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, what's your, what's, your hate, what's your hate for Billy Gilmore? There are 10 better U20 players than Gil- Billy Gilmore. Come on now. Like, Pro- you didn't put Saliba on the list. You put Billy Gilmore. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, I've seen I've seen Gilmore play Champions League games where he's been the man of the match. Um, like Champions League games. Okay. Gilmore is not on the list. I'm I'm cutting this off. Um, no, uh, no Gilmore talk mm. about Gilmore. Mm. Jesus. Get it? Oh no, I I always get it. Don't worry, <laughs> <laughs> I always get it. Yeah, have to sneak another one in there. Who's at next? number six? Yeah. At number six, at number six, we have another player playing their trade in the Bundesliga. It's Florian Wirtz from yeah. Leverkusen. Um, I had him quite highly rated. Like he, mu- he must have I'm, been on all our lists. I imagine he was on every. Uh, from here on, everyone was on all lists. Okay. Um, I mean, like just. The numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. He's what eighteen right now, and he's got something ridiculous like nine seven, goals, seven assists, maybe the other way around. Yeah, seven assists in the league, uh, ten goals in all competitions. Ten goals. He has ten assists in the league, thirteen assists in all competitions. Eighteen years of age. That is, I mean, uh, it's, ridiculous it's ridiculous numbers. I would like to point out that uh, Tommy put him ninth on his list, and I am not having that. Jesus. So well, he, well, he's next man down from Billy he's, Gilmore. He's, sli- he's slightly, <laughs> he's better, slightly than better than Billy Gilmore. <laughs> Gilmore. Um, to be honest, I have not seen much of uh, Florian Wirtz um, until uh, kind of compiling this list. Um, but everything about him, I mean, you know, at what I've seen now, even Hansi Flick is like, like covering him. this guy like crazy. Um, yeah. And again, another attacking midfielder. Um, for Germany, uh, which seems to be a sort of position they're going to have a lot of uh, great players in. Yeah, Germany have a lot of great players in a lot of positions. It's just not at striker. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Poor Timo. Poor Timo. <laughs> uh, moving, moving up again, we have a tie for fourth. Uh, it's Eduardo Camavinga at mm. Real Madrid and Gavi 
at Barcelona. Now, Gavi is an interesting one because he's just broken through this season, but he already looks a great talent. Tommy, Tony and I both had him rated at, I believe, 7th out of, out of our top 10. I think I had him 6th. Tommy, you had him, you had him, or it could be 6th. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. I had him 7th. You're right. 7th? Yeah, you're right. right. Um, I never doubt the guy who compiles. <laughs> um, Tommy, you had him 2nd. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Well, so, he's seventeen. Okay. Look, listen, it, listen. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's completely yeah. unreasonable. Yeah. But it's a big jump for someone who's, I believe, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's only seventeen still. Um, he's seventeen. But yeah. You have a guy here, like, Barca man. You know they had Xavi, Iniesta. Did you confuse? Did you confuse him with Xavi? Yeah, Xavi, Iniesta, <laughs> and uh, you know Messi. They had this great uh, academy, and now they've got like. You know these guys, these young young kids, and already like just ready to kind of kind of come in and do the same thing. Uh, yeah, um, Gavi just—he's uh, a great player. Um, this guy is being talked up by everyone in Spain right now, especially I mean, of course, from Barcelona. But uh, he plays like he is um, already a super mature player at that at his age. Um, and like am we'll I, see from. Am I wrong in thinking he's already made a debut for Spain? Oh too? yeah, oh he yeah, he yep. has. Yep. Yeah, he um, was he was he in the Olympic squad? Uh, I'm not sure if he was in the Euro squad. I can't remember. He wasn't in the Euro. He squad. wasn't in the Euro he, squad. I think he made his debut in like whatever the internationals were in the early part of this season. Yeah, yeah, he, he has a uh, like his tactical ability is already at a high level. Um, and basically, I think for him, he just needs maybe a little bit more of a, you know, physicality to his game. But uh, he's got all the talent in the world. That's why I mean, Barca for me, no surprise. They have the two best uh, um, young players, I think, right now. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, Camavinga, signed for Real Madrid this summer. From uh, Tony, would you like to pronounce it instead of me? Ren. Ren. Yes. There we go. <laughs> um, they keep they keep getting mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, bands, big bands. How does it happen? <laughs> but um, I mean, Camavinga for me, there was talks of United being in for him in the summer. Big miss. Not sure how. I just I was. I don't know how you signed Ronaldo. That, that was that was a miss in the summer that I was so upset that we didn't get. Yeah. That was the one that I was just like, this is the one that we should have gotten. Yeah. But he's he's a total package as a central midfielder. Like he can he can he can, basically he's one of those that he can just do it all. Yeah, he can play anywhere in midfield. Ten. He, I think he plays deep, uh, mostly deeper. But he's got the technical ability to play pretty much wherever. He's a top player. He's going to be a top player and, f- for a while. Yeah. And, um, like, the thing with Madrid is they also don't have to completely throw him in right now. He can. He's learning from Modric, Cruz, and Casemiro. Yeah. And, you know, you want you want some teachers. That's, that's pretty damn good. And yeah. this is a guy that, um, you know, even Zidane was, like, he wanted and he was talking up so that when you're scouted by... I mean, not scouted, but when you're uh, talked up by Zidane, you've, you're you're some you're some talent for sure. Yeah. At number three, we have Jude Bellingham mm. at Dortmund, um, rated quite highly. Uh, he was third for Tony. He was second for me. Tommy had him at sixth. Um, 
I mean, this kid's been the talk of the town ever since uh, breaking through at Birmingham. He was in the England Euro squad. He's starting to become a regular there. Did Birmingham retire a a jersey number for him? I believe they retired his (laughs) number. Did they make a statue Um, for him? (laughs) I'll I'll come come in a while. Um, But, I mean, he's he's another one of those midfielders that can kind of do everything. Yeah, it's box to box, really. It's just... He's got a great like, engine. He's, he's a he's a specimen of a player at eighteen. Like imagine once he like finishes like growing yeah. and like completely matures. Could be a yeah, and he's, uh, he's already shown that in uh, in big matches, um, even in Champions League as well. Um, in the, I think in the group stages because Dortmund finished, I think third in their group, right? They did. They yeah. did, yeah. Um, but I mean. He was starting in their in their Champions League games in in the group stage, um, and he has some good performances. Yeah, he's every bit of the hype around him. That's for sure. Like you just have to look at some of the stats. He has uh, three goals and six assists in the league this season from central midfield. Yeah, uh, one goal and three assists in six Champions League games in a team that did not do well in the Champions League mm-hmm. this season. Um, I believe he has now played one Europa League game and has one goal, one assist. <laughs> Um so he's he's doing the business and like he's one of the, he's uh he's, similar to Camavinga like he can also progress the ball really well from midfield. He's a great runner with the ball. Yeah, he's he's a good passer but he's really good at running with it as well. And uh yeah, he's a midfielder I think England need as well. They need a midfielder that can um, that can get in the box and contribute. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see them integrate him moving so, forward. So all the uh, all the big clubs in a couple of seasons are going to be fighting for this guy's signature. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They're already fighting for it. Yeah, yeah. At number two, um, and this will make Tony very happy uh, because he was top three for all of us. It's Bukayo Saka. Yeah, Star Boy Saka, Lil Pili, um, Lil Chili, not Lil Pili. Um. Yeah, I'll let you guys talk about Saka actually because if I start, just, if you start, we uh, <laughs> yeah. you know the t- the time limit might become a <laughs> bit of an issue. Yeah. But for me, it's um, it's something that we mentioned already earlier in this podcast, and it's something that happens like every time we talk about Arsenal doing something well, Saka is usually involved. Yeah. Like throughout this season, whenever Arsenal have had a good run. It's been when Saka has been playing well. At the start of the season, when um, Arsenal were in a bit of a rough moment, they were in a bit of a tough spot with their series of defeats and all that. It was when Saka wasn't quite clicking, when he was still maybe getting over the Euros or getting up to speed for the season after a long summer. And Bukayo Saka is Arsenal's most important player right now. Easily. Was it unfair of me to say that? Nope. Easily. Yeah, he's he's the one that makes things happen. He's the one who breaks the game open for us. He every time he plays now, he has three players on him, and he very often finds his way through. Um, really special talent, possibly our greatest ever academy product. And uh, there are some big names in that. Uh, and you can see Tommy's already thinking about Ashley Cole. But um, in terms no, of I, no, I didn't. I didn't say anything. Nah, um, I, I said thinking. Uh, well, we can thinking. tell, though. We can tell. No, but tell. yeah, you guys are you guys are spot on on Saka. I mean, you have a guy who is uh, already an you know international English international player starter, 
um, probably the best player on his club team. Um, you know, countless goals already, and he's 20 years old. Honestly, yeah, when we were making this list, I actually thought he was 21. He, was, he wasn't going to be able to make the cut, and I saw he was oh. 20. I'm like, oh, wow, uh, he's even younger than I thought he was. Um, and the future is bright for this guy. It's going to be great to see, oh. you know, him in like uh, not great, but the inevitable when he's in a, a oh, city okay. or a Liverpool jersey in a couple of seasons. Time. Here we go. I just <laughs> knew that this is where it was going. It's wow. like fucking guy. Hey, Tommy, did you really have to sacrifice oh. uh, Tony's mood for that joke? Yes. But that that was actually that was a kind of a mid level pun there. Uh, I, I, I just I just want to I just want to check if Tony is still in the call after all that. I'm still here. You're just... still here, Tony. Hey, still your, here. Boy, your boy's getting praise. He's a fantastic <laughs> yeah. player. He's getting praise. We're, we're just he's getting praise. The, the, the future's bright for him. Yeah, hundred percent. No, um, he's already one of the highest performing players in the league for his age, and uh, yeah, I think he has superstar potential. So. I'm excited for it, and I'm excited for him to take us with his development. How about that? At number one, and this was the only position that all three of us yeah. agreed on. Easy. If you've been paying attention to to football over the past uh, season, season and a half, it's Pedri, Barcelona. I mean, it's... um. I just, it was like the moment we decided we were doing this list, I was like, hey, I know Pedri is number one. I just need to figure out everything from two to ten. He's a consistent starter for Barcelona, consistent starter for Spain, just metronomic in possession. He doesn't lose the ball. He'll complete more passes than anyone else. He'll cover more ground than anyone. Some of his stats from the Euros are just absolutely mad. He played this is at the this is at the highest international level and then he's doing it at club level as well. He played a frightening uh, number of games last season. Like really terrifying. Um he and I he paid for it. He's paid for it this year because he's picked up a lot of injuries. Uh, I think he um he picked he had two major hamstring injuries. They rushed him back from one. And uh, he picked up another one. I think he's only played six games this season, if I'm correct, in the league. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's yeah you are correct. Yeah, and my worry is that Barcelona are mismanaging this kid. They need to... If Barcelona, if Barcelona Spain, ruined Spain. both Pedri and Ansu Fati, and I Gavi. will not forgive them. And Gavi. Yeah, yeah, yeah like... Um, he played in the Euros. He played in the Olympics. He played... Every game, every minute available last year, Pedri was playing it. And that shows you how special he is. He is, as you said, he's like the, I guess he's, he's already, re- he's, he's, he's similar to, I would say in, a, like, sim, similar to Saka. He's like already one of the most, or one of the most important players to his club. He, yeah. But unlike Saka, he's also one of the most important players for his country. Hey, Saka, you know, Saka started no, 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 Saka, 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 Saka's highly regarded, highly regarded for England. I'm not saying he's not important. No, I, I know but what But I'm mean. saying you can't you can replace Saka in the England squad with yeah. other players in his position. I don't think Spain have another player that can replace Pedri. He is probably the best player for club and country, I think. Yeah. Um, and the, when you can... So, go on, Tom. Go I was going to say, the thing with Pedri is... Uh, I don't. Out of all the players that we listed today, 
there is no one that has like his level of sort of talent and sort of vision and awareness kind of all together. He's kind of has yeah. that total package. Yeah. Um, like when I watch him play, like both feet, right? I don't think he like, he doesn't really have a weak foot. Um, and his weighted pass, like his through balls and everything, like it just seems like he gets it right every time. And there was a crazy start in the Euros where five games in, I think he had, well, maybe it was in the quarterfinals, but he hadn't misplaced a pass. Like, um, he was playing deeper. So, obviously, your pass completion tends to be higher there. But it shows how, at that level, he was so economical with the ball. Like, he just never lost it. And he wasn't just trying easy passes. As you said, Tom, he was advancing the ball as well. Like, um, yeah, they go from Xavi and Iniesta to Gavi and Pedri. It's just... You know, just and then may- maybe Ansu Fadi, if this guy can stay fit, they have got three, like of the top young players in the world. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, just about wraps up our list. And um, I mean, is someone going to take over the uh, outro for me as well? Or do or, you have uh, way before? Yeah, do you have? Or any... have you two? Or have you two <laughs> given up? Does Tony have any honorable mentions that he wants to throw in before we uh, close it? Gabriel Martinelli, I didn't forget you. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't forget him either. Tony. Yeah. I just didn't want to have two Arsenal guys in my <laughs> my top ten. Uh Dustin Osaliba makes sense now, but um, <laughs> yeah, I had a few. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give a sh- I'm gonna give a shout out to Nuno Mendes from yeah. PSG. Oh, he was on my list actually. Yeah, he was. He, on my he was list. on mine as well. Okay, so Tommy just doesn't like fullbacks. No, <laughs> well, yeah. I'll, I'll, I, I've 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 noticed. Yeah, doesn't I'll, I'll, I'll give a shout out to the to the top Polish talents that come out there. Kasper time to time to end the list. Plays on that? plays on Bologna, guys. Time, you're gonna hear, you're gonna hear all about him in a few seasons. No. Don't worry. What, what, yeah, you're gonna hear all about him from Tommy. That's it. <laughs> what's his name, please? I'm gonna uh, Ka- Kasper Kasper Ubanski. Ubanski. Okay, I'll look him up. Is he, is he, uh, Tony, can you confirm if this is a real player or if? Uh, <laughs> Tommy's had a fever dream again. Well, I mean, um, I might not be spelling it right, but I don't see anybody. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's well. real. I I assure so, you. So, sorry, Urbanski. Sorry, Urbanski. Um, uh, he's a real player. I see him. He's seventeen. Yeah, he exists. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see in a couple. We'll see if he makes us list in a couple of years. Then, yeah. Um, I guess. Um, Has all played I have to say is. No, all right, just fine. I won't do the outro. Someone else could do it. That's all right, is there? I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Yeah. No, no, no. Go on, Tony. No, Tony go did on. so well with the intro. Let him do the outro. Yeah, go on. I'm tired, Ben. <laughs> um, all that's left to say is um, please like, um, subscribe to our to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your pods and pods, and follow us at. Four four two. Thank you for joining me, Tommy Sandy. Cheers, always a pleasure. And thanks for joining me, Zer Madani. I mean, look, wasn't wasn't I, I? I think I'd do a better job you, at the outro, but you know, decent effort, decent effort. Yeah. And um, ladies and gentlemen, I've been your wonderful host, Tony O, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye bye.